Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. everybody and welcome to another episode of if you don't like that today's episode is brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com and remember if you have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem new works will be there with their 24 7 service that's newworksplumbing.com n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing Com. Well, it has not been a good period of time for the Alabama Athletic Department and the folks in Tuscaloosa. The story involving Brandon Miller, their star player, is one of great debate. For those of you that have not been keeping up to speed on this story, let me now have you listen to a report from ABC News. Swirling around Alabama's freshman basketball sensation Brandon Miller. He's accused of delivering a gun to a former teammate who is now under arrest for murder. Miller has not been charged, and today he was greeted with cheers from the home crowd. Here's ABC's Ellen Lopez. Miller sneaks down court. How- Tonight, Alabama basketball star Brandon Miller hitting the court against Arkansas amid questions about a fatal shooting. The freshman and top NBA draft pick prospect at the center of the controversy applauded today. But booed earlier this week as calls to take him off the court grow. There are many who think, uh, hey, Brandon has done nothing wrong here. But then there are those others who say, hey, it doesn't matter if he was firing a weapon or not, he should be punished. According to ESPN, the six foot nine player was asked by then teammate Darius Miles to bring him his gun, which officials say was used in the killing of 23 year old Jamea Harris. Miles was removed from the team and arrested along with another man, both now facing capital murder charges. Both of their attorneys have either not responded to our request for comments or have declined to do so. Miller has not been charged with any crime. The Crimson Tide stating in part that it, quote, continues to cooperate fully with law enforcement in the ongoing investigation and that Miller is not considered a suspect in this case, only a cooperative witness. We feel like we've done the right thing in this case. We're using this as an opportunity to educate our players on stuff that hopefully will help them for the rest of their lives. And with the victim's mother tells us she wants everyone involved to be held accountable. Miller's attorney says that the player never touched the gun or even saw it. 
What also has a lot of people outraged is what happened before that home game during the introductions. Brandon Miller was being introduced and ran out onto the floor where a teammate patted him down. Now, that has been going on throughout this season. But you're going to tell me that there's nobody within the university athletic department, president, athletic director, or athletic director, call it whatever you want, that would say, hey, you know what? That is completely inappropriate. This is how Nate Oates addressed the question following the game. Brought to my attention after the game about our pregame introductions. I think that's something that's been going on all year. I don't really know. I'm not. I don't watch our introductions. I'm not involved with them. I'm drawing up plays during that time. Regardless, it's not appropriate. It's been addressed, and I can assure you it definitely will not happen again the remainder of this year. How does that happen? Seriously, how the hell does that happen? What a horrible look for Alabama, their athletic department, Brandon Miller, Nate Oates, and everyone else. Now, you could imagine there has been a lot of, of media coverage, I want to read a couple of excerpts from a story from Yahoo Sports. Miller has rights like the presumption of innocence and the right to privacy. And if Tuscaloosa law enforcement didn't see fit to arrest or charge him, it's not the place of the Tide's critics to step in and play judge, jury, or district attorney. Bad decisions aren't necessarily criminal ones. And second-guessing Tuscaloosa law enforcement with all the fa- without all the facts is both pointless and counterproductive. Miller doesn't have a right to play college basketball, though. And that's where the valid questions and the second-guessing arise. Sleeping in and missing practice, skipping curfew, mouthing off to your coach, these aren't criminal acts either. But any athlete who attempts them will find themselves out of the starting lineup pronto. Even wrong place, wrong time, in Oates' tone-deaf and regrettable words, is more than enough of a justification to suspend a player for a few games. And yet Miller keeps right on starting with two crucial regular season games and the SEC tournament straight ahead. Alabama has had the opportunity for weeks now to sit Miller as punishment for his galactically bad judgment. Instead, it's chosen to keep Miller on the team, in the lineup, at the top of the box score. The overall look here is that Alabama is doing all it can to protect its once-in-a-generation basketball run, whatever the short-term public relations cost. Tough to argue with that story in Yahoo Sports. I I agree with just about everything that was written there. Here's Phil Mushnick of the New York Post who weighed in on the topic just a couple of days ago. He writes, Brandon Miller, the star six foot nine freshman forward at Alabama, scored 41 points in an overtime win at South Carolina on Wednesday night. He was worth the price of submission. Did it matter that police in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, had described Miller as entangled in a shooting murder near the university campus, claiming in testimony at a hearing that he delivered to a Bama teammate the gun that was used to shoot a 23-year-old mother, Jamea Harris, to death? Obviously not. At 24-4, and and with the NCAA tournament coming, the Crimson Tide had no time to worry about trivial distractions such as murder. After all, it wasn't, thank goodness, a high ankle sprain. You're now likely familiar with the broken windows theory, often used by urbanologists to describe how neighborhoods descend from small crimes to larger ones until they irreparably rot from terminal blight. However, the general theory, 
that small problems beget larger problems can be applied to describe anything from pizza joints to hospitals to the Pittsburgh Pirates and to Division I college basketball. Here comes the NCAA tournament, and with it an all-day, all-night flow of excited, pandering, TV-delivered niceties and accolades, some pure fantasy, wedded to a college-fronted business installed behind so many broken windows that they can no longer hide the blood that escapes on the ooze. You want to be real or do your punch-your-ticket big dance bracket pools? Winning college basketball games at all costs, filling the gyms, maximizing TV value, recruiting the next cadre of players who otherwise have no legit business being enrolled in any college is no longer contingent just upon the usual fraud. Academic and financial fraud won't by themselves do what they used to. Neither will crooked coaches, sneaker company payola, and wink and nod college presidents who are rewarded by the win and play stupid. Almost with a rush, though you could see it gathering offshore, colleges have chosen to ignore the warning signs by recruiting players who potentially pose a clear, present, and escalating danger to genuine students, those with legit reasons to be on campus. No disqualifiers for young guys with guns. Increasingly, the one thing a full scholarship plus cash perks recruit must pack for school is his illegally bought, carried, or otherwise transported gun. Or just a gun. Or fully loaded assault rifle. Serial numbers scratched out. Doesn't have to be his one in the chamber gun. It could belong to his friend from home. What has gone on of late at the University of Alabama until recently better known as a school that recruited felony-inclined football players, was the residue of what seeped through the broken windows down the hall where the basketball department resides. All the elements were in place, but none so apparent to prevent offering full rides plus cash to whomever and from wherever as long as they could help win basketball games. No other qualification wanted, explored, needed, or requested. So Bama's star... Six-foot-nine freshman Miller, a projected NBA lottery pick, now averaging more than 20 points per game, played Wednesday for the Crimson Tide. His former teammate, Darius Miles, who claims his, quote, friend from hometown Washington did the actual near-campus shooting after, according to investigators, Miller delivered the gun to Miles, was charged as an accessory to murder, and thus was quickly dumped by Alabama. He was a scrub anyway, dig? As for freshman star Miller, Coach Nate Oates just weeks ago, the toast of the state with a new multi-year, multi-million dollar per deal to remain at Bama, has since the murder been tripping over his tongue. Of his star freshman's alleged role in the murder, quote, we knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. Mushnick writes, but the spot in this case was a murder scene at which at least two of Oates' recruits are alleged to have delivered their murder weapon. Just bad luck, coach. He goes on and writes, but this, not that you knew from watching college basketball games on TV, or will soon be told during the tournaments, SEC or NCAA, 
has been a season marked by guns and death. Coben Porter, a Denver University guard who has been charged with the DUI death of a 42-year-old woman. What in hell happened during and after New Mexico State forward Michael Peake was lured into a situation that ended in a shootout and the death of a University of New Mexico student. NMS, or excuse me, NMSU's program has since been suspended for a separate hazing incident because a deadly player-involved shooting wasn't enough. Recruits to Pitt, Canisius, and Eastern Michigan, among others, have been charged with illegal concealment of guns. There is no recruiting standard or danger that colleges will obey to, bri- to bribe, uh, deprive them of a basketball win that in the short and long run is worth nothing of intrinsic, useful academic value. Yet don't expect Jim Nance, Ernie Johnson, or Clark Kellogg to even bring that up. Expect them to be more along the lines of Crimson Tide fans who gave Miller an ovation to start Bama's game Saturday. But as Alabama's Oats might now say, quote, being in the wrong spot at the wrong time can cost you a gun-toting recruit or two now involved in a murder, end quote. Phil Mushnick, not too many people do it better than that. I have talked about this for years. Again, no chargers against Brandon Miller. But you don't have to be charged with a crime to have done something really, really bad. All right, so let's just acknowledge that. After all, the loss of a young lady who was allegedly murdered, okay? So let's all just stop and put the brakes on. So Brandon Miller is booed and harassed at the game on Wednesday night in South Carolina. Then he returns home over the weekend and gets a wild, loud, standing ovation. Think about that for a minute. I understand he plays for your team, but it's a basketball game. But it is more than a basketball game now, isn't it? Right? Yahoo Sports, Phil Mushnick, New York Post, pretty much laying it out in different words with different concepts and approaches to how they go about and do their job. But they pretty much said the same thing. How sad is that? How sad is it that sports fans continue to turn their heads, right? Silence is compliance, said Mitch Album. Silence is compliance. We cannot be selective with our noise, not against hate. And again, I understand that at the moment, no charges are forthcoming to Brandon Miller. And I understand that. But this whole story and Nate Oates' explanation and his explanation after the pat down on Saturday for me personally, is hard to digest. And quite frankly, as exciting as Alabama's basketball team has been this year, I I can't sit here and say that I will be rooting for them to have success in the upcoming NCAA tournament. And I would also tell you that I have a lot of friends in Tuscaloosa. They whined and dined me two football seasons ago for my first ever SEC game, Alabama, against Ole Miss, had a fabulous time. They put me up in their condo. It was a great time. And I'm still in touch with a lot of those folks from Tuscaloosa. But do you really have to give a standing ovation? Do you really have to act like nothing bad happened? Do you really have to act like 
everything is just fine and dandy. Can't you be objective here and look at the big picture? This is not good for Nate Oates, Alabama basketball, Alabama sports. It's not good for just life in general. It's a bad look all the way around. And again, I'm not saying lock Brandon Miller up and throw the keys away. I'm not saying that. But you have to stop and think about what is going on in Tuscaloosa. And did they really do the right thing by allowing Miller to play in these games? Think about it. This is really a bizarre, when I mean bizarre, this is a uh, it's a troubling story. I'll just say that. I mean, after all, a young woman's life ended. All right, we're talking about the death of a 23-year-old. We're talking about whether a player should play or not. We're talking about delivering the gun that was used allegedly in the murder of this young lady. It's a bad look all the way around. A loss of life. The fans in Alabama supporting the program. And I think many of them turning their head the other way. But that's not surprising because sports fans are accustomed to turning their head the other way if it helps their team win. And that is a shame. All right, let's get to our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on Friday's podcast. All right, why don't we start with Blake. Blake asks, how much do you think state tax rates influence the average free agent's team choice? I think it has a bearing on some, Blake. But, I mean, these guys are making so much now. I'm not sure if it's that big of a detraction or detractor, I should say, if that's the team they want to play for. So... It's a good question. I mean, I think with some, Blake, it does it does factor in. Gary wants to know, is it a mistake for MLB to end games on pitch clock violations? No, not at all. I mean, if you're going to follow the rules, Gary, a rule is a rule, and it's up to the umpires to enforce the rules. They can't make a judgment just because it's the end of a game. Rob wants to know, do you agree with Max Scherzer that pitchers now dictate the pace of the game? Mm, I mean, there's a 15-second pitch clock. So to me, it's the same for all of the pitchers, um, yeah, the batter has to be in the box. So if you want to look at it that way, I guess that's true. I guess, I can't disagree with that. 15 seconds by the time the pitcher gets the ball and gets the sign is not a lot of time. So I don't know if the pitchers are now dictating the pace of the game. I think the rules are dictating the pace of the game. Charlie wants to know, is the Kyrie trade already looking like a failure for the Mavs to you? Yeah, Charlie, it is. Absolutely. They have one win and, what, four losses? Yes, right now today, it's looking that way, but there's still 20-plus games left, and that could change around. Trevor asked, would you rather move Fields or the first pick if you were the Bears? I would not give up on Justin Fields. I would trade the first pick, and I would build through my football team that way. Uh, Fields is still a guy with a load of talent. They need help, so I would keep Fields, and I would trade the pick. Casey wants to know, would the quality of sports be better if players were allowed to do PEDs? Really, Casey? You're not not serious about that question, are you? Zach wants to know, would Patrick Kane fit in well with the Rangers? Well, as I'm recording this, the deal is almost finalized. You know, he's 34 years old, and actually in the last several games, he's been red hot. He's got like 10 points in his last four games. Here's what Patrick Kane is. He's a winner. He knows how to play Stanley Cup hockey. And for that reason, I think it would be a good move. And again, if this deal is finalized, and as, as I said, right now it's not, 
He is expected to play tomorrow night, Wednesday, against the Philadelphia Flyers. Go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. Hey, today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180 and this revolutionary new flashlight, which is available to you now. Go to Zoom180.com and look at the video and see for yourself. Five LEDs. There's not anything like this on the market. Zoom180.com. And remember, if for some reason you order the flashlight and you're not happy, Roy will send you your money back. He'll give you a 100% refund. No risk. Check it out. Zoom180.com. Let me get this straight. So I'm reading reports that the Lakers' preference is to play the Sacramento Kings in the playoffs because of their inexperience. Memo to Lakers and their fans. You got to make the playoffs first to have an opponent, okay? And now that LeBron James is out for a couple of weeks, I wonder if this goes into the category of karma. You're worried about who you're going to play, who you want to play in the playoffs, and you're not in the playoff picture yet? I mean, seriously? That's where we're at now with the L.A. Lakers. What makes them think, even before knowing about LeBron James' injury, that they were going to get in the playoffs? And they want to play the Sacramento Kings? The last time I looked, the Lakers are below 500 at 29-32. and 32. All right? That's 12th in the West. Last time I looked, the 12th place team in the West does not get into the dance. They don't get into the play-in tournament. So if I'm the Lakers, I sure as hell would not worry about whether I'm going to be playing Sacramento or not in the first round. I'd be worrying about if you're even going to make the playoffs. And without LeBron James now for a couple of weeks with the foot injury, the answer to that question appears to be a big, fat no. That's what you get for opening up your big, fat mouth. Shut up. Make the playoffs first. All right? Then worry about who you're going to play. And that's my rant for today. Hey, that's my podcast for today. Thank you so much. Hey, over on YouTube later today, We'll have pregame, halftime, and postgame as the Kings take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.